You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdet Nation and Houdet family? Welcome into a fresh week here at Locked On Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Whether you're listening on your favorite podcast provider or enjoying the brand new video quality over here, finally got some upgrades for the YouTube channel. Remember that we're here with you every single Monday through Friday, five days a week covering your New Orleans Saints. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable little prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. Now, on today's episode, we're going to recap a bit of a slow or let me say quiet New Orleans Saints news week, mostly focused here on Drew Brees' retirement becoming official across the NFL transaction wire and what that means for the New Orleans Saints. Then we heard last week Traquan Smith talk about stretching the field. Now let's take a little bit of a deep dive into his ability to actually assume that role for the New Orleans Saints in 2021. And finally, we'll wrap up our scouts look at all of the New Orleans Saints drafted rookies. We'll finish up with offensive lineman Landon Young, what Jeff Ireland had to say about him and how he could potentially factor in to the future for the New Orleans Saints. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, and your Tuesday co-host over at the National Locked On NFL Podcast. We got all that and a little bit of lanyard for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints, your team every day. Family kicking off today's episode with a quick look at some of the big news from across the weekend for the New Orleans Saints. It was a bit of a quiet weekend coming out of their quote unquote mini camps and then now into the week of mandatory mini camps across the NFL. Not much movement or anything happening over the course of the weekend. We did see Teron Armstead open one of his community centers in New Orleans. That was very exciting. A lot of New Orleans Saints and even former Saints coming out to uh, be there for the celebration and be there for a part of that. Mark Ingram, even at one time, according to Luke Johnson, FaceTimed him during the event to say congratulations. So a really, really cool moment. And just yet another example of the New Orleans Saints players being so active and actively engaged within the community. We also saw Michael Lewis make a public appearance for USA Football. So a lot of really cool stuff from the Saints just in terms of over the course of this weekend and engaging in the community. But perhaps the thing that dominated the, let's just say, news wire was actually the transaction wire on Friday, but not because of any type of a big extension or signing draft picks like we saw at the end of last weekend. More so this time at the very beginning of the weekend with Drew Brees' retirement officially crossing the transaction wire on Friday evening. And it was a bit of a moment for a lot of Saints fans, particularly over on Twitter, you know, posting screenshots of the transaction wire saying, hey, retired reserve, there's Drew Brees' name. So finally, the retirement has become financially official months after uh, the New Orleans Saints quarterback announced it publicly. But now, you know, the Saints will end up freeing up some of that salary cap space from it. Now, remember, they're not going to free up a ton from this particular move right now. The NFLPA has them estimated at around 5.9. Some places, if you look, still say 5.6. And it depends on how many rookies they show signed, all these other things. But for the Saints, this doesn't clear up a ton of money. He had already taken the big, uh, let's say, pay cut, if you will. I mean, it's hard to call it a pay cut because he wasn't intent on playing this year anyway, but he dropped his base salary, let's say, from $25 million 
down to the vet minimum $1.075 million. So that cap hit right there, that $1.075 million comes off of the books for the New Orleans Saints, but another $780,000 moves up because the top 51 cutoff ends up, you know, freeing up a spot once Drew Brees retires, but then, you know, another one of those players moves up into that count. So it really only saves them somewhere around $295,000 all told. But if the Saints end up signing another player at some point that goes into that top 51, then it bounces one of those guys out of the bottom 50 or the bottom part of 51 out. So there's a bunch of different ways that the cap continues to move here over the offseason. No reason to go too much in depth on it. But the way that this affects the Saints is clearly the cap kind of clears up a little bit with that uh, you know little amount that we discussed. But also, this just becomes officially official. And this isn't the point at which this feels like anything monumental, right? The monumental part already happened when he made the announcement or when his kids made the announcement for him and everything. So, you know, we've already known that he was retiring. And so it has been that this portion of it comes a little bit, you know, later on down the line when the impact of his retirement has already been felt. But the absence hasn't really been felt. I mean, Sean Payton mentioned that every now and then he pokes his head in, Drew Brees does whenever he's in New Orleans. So I think you you should expect to see Drew Brees around uh, pretty often during training camp and, and, and things like that. And we'll see if he ends up taking part at some point in the quarterback challenge, assuming that that continues to move forward as well, or if they do a special quarterback challenge because Drew Brees is around. I think we'll be seeing him quite a bit before we start seeing him call those Notre Dame games on Saturday for NBC. So that's the biggest sort of you know effect of this actually becoming financially official. But the emotional part of it kind of already happened. So that's good. We can continue to move forward here and then see what the future of the New Orleans Saints looks like. And there's one wide receiver that in particular looks like he's really looking forward to the future of the New Orleans Saints. And that is Traquan Smith, who's been talking a lot over the course of this offseason about assuming more of a downfield field stretching role, his offseason work with Jameis Winston. So let's take a little bit of a deep dive and really explore the possibilities of that potentially being his role in 2021 as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. ESPN's Marcus Spears joined our good friend Chris Rosvoglu over at The Spun and mentioned that the Saints were a playoff team with Jameis Winston. Do you agree with him? If so, there's an easy play for you right now over at betonline.ag as the New Orleans Saints are plus 110 to make the playoffs in 2021. That means you put down 100 and you win 110. Not bad if you're confident in this New Orleans Saints team going in to next season. Now, there's that and much, much more that you can get in on the action with over at betonline.ag because they have odds, props, bets, and a bunch of stuff for the NBA, for the NFL coming forward, MLB, UFC, and MMA as well, and even award shows and reality TV. I mean, they've got everything you can imagine over at betonline.ag. And best of all, it's free to sign up. And once you put down some money to get in on the action, let me show you how to get a 50% welcome bonus. All you have to do is use the promo code locked on on your first deposit and you get that 50% welcome bonus. You put in $100, it's going to bump you up an extra 50 bucks in free play there. So check it out. BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. We want to talk a bit about Traquan Smith here in segment two. He's been talking 
quite a bit over the course of media availability about you know, wanting to stretch the field, his offseason work with Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston telling him, don't stop running, just go, I'll get the ball to you 60, 70 yards down the field. Now, regardless of whether or not Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill is the quarterback here, there is a unique opportunity for Traquan Smith. We're going to break it down in three different elements. We're going to look at the opportunity, then we're going to look at the way that the offense might change, and then we'll take a look at a proof of concept when it comes to Traquan Smith, because he's already shown you that he can do this if put in the correct situation or let's say the proper situation for his skill set. So let's go ahead and get started. We're going to talk about the opportunity first. So the opportunity here for Traquan Smith comes down to him winning the wide receiver two position. Now, can you threaten the field and stretch the field from the slot? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. But Traquan Smith has proven, and we'll get to this more when we get to proof of concept, that he can do this really well on the outside in particular. So let's take a look at his snaps from the outside versus his snaps from the slot over the past three seasons, over his three seasons in the NFL. If you want to see all of this written out, you can go and check out. It's the newest piece up right now over at CanalStreetChronicles.com. So in 2018, he spent only 99 snaps in the slot, according to Pro Football Focus, versus 240 on the outside. So he spent a lot more time on the outside, which is really important. And we'll roll, roll kind of circle back around to that. 2019, we saw the outside snaps drop from 240 to 115, but then the uh, slot snaps or the inside snaps raised from 99 to 190. Meanwhile, in 2020, and 2020, of course, was a little bit of an anomaly, right? Because he was asked to do a lot of things, serve a lot of roles based upon the availability or many times unavailability of wide receivers in this offense, health, uh, injury, uh, you know, and most notably, of course, Michael Thomas missing as many games as he had to with his ankle injury. So he ended up playing 232 snaps in the slot, but still 191 out wide. Now, this is important because in 2019, when he only took 37% of his snaps on the outside, his target share was very low as well. And this was, of course, a season where Michael Thomas you know, caught 149 passes because there wasn't a viable second option at the wide receiver position, or at least that's what it felt like throughout most of the season. That's why the Saints went out and got Emmanuel Sanders that following offseason. During that year, he was targeted, Traquan Smith, only once every 13 routes run. That's down from 7.4 when it came to 2018, and then also down from 2020, where that went back up to 8.4. So he's targeted a lot more when he plays on the outside. So that's more about the opportunity for Traquan Smith. Now, let's talk about how the offense might change and how that affects his ability to be able to turn that opportunity into production. If you take a look back at 2017, there are two plays that I, I quasi broke down, lightly broke down in this piece. But in 2011, there was a play against the Detroit Lions in the wild card round. The New Orleans Saints were up 31 to 21 in this game, fourth quarter, second and 17. And they run this trips formation or this bunch trips formation, bunch over to the left. And then they ended up motioning the running back out of the backfield. So it was a three by two type of formation. But in this play, you had two verticals go down the field on either side and then a post route over on the left side or top of the screen, if you will, which ends up creating a divide concept. Anytime that you have on the same side of the field, a vertical sort of fly route and then a post route that pairs with it, it's a divide concept. When they've utilized that, there were two routes or two players underneath the running back and the tight end, Jimmy Graham, and I believe it was Darren Sproles that year, if I remember correctly. Uh, were wide open underneath. And they're in the lead by 10 points in the fourth quarter here, right? Did Drew Brees go underneath to either one of those options? No, 
he went deep 56 yards for a touchdown to uh, Robert Meacham on the outside who is running the fly route. Now we can see a similar route combination used in 2020 week four up against the Los Angeles Chargers. And this was similar field position, right? But it was a different game sort of situation, right? Overtime tied up 27-27, but you need a touchdown to win the game second and six in this instance. And again, perfect field position to take a shot. Maybe you don't want to risk it because of the fact that if you turn the ball over, then the other team only needs a field goal in order to win. But the Saints ended up still needing that sort of later on down the line anyway. So in this route concept, you see the same type of, uh, of, of combination, the divide concept, where you have Traquan Smith running a nine route, and then you have Marquez Calloway running a post route from the inside. But the nine route is the only vertical route. So in 2011, where we saw two of them things running down the field, we only see one here. And we also see Emmanuel Sanders choke up on a route 16 yards down the field and start for a comeback. And then we see um, uh, Jared Cook with a bit of an over route coming back to the outside or a little bit more of an out route coming back to the outside, which is where Drew Brees ended up going. That was an 11 yard gain for a first down. So it wasn't a bad play. It served its purpose, right? It kept the ball moving. It kept them moving forward and it moved the chains. Everything worked. But in the past, you saw them wait to allow and see if that downfield shot was going to be there. The first play in 2011 that we talked about, that ball was held for quite a bit to allow that route concept to develop and the, the, the routes themselves to develop. Whereas in 2020, the ball was out rather quickly, right around three seconds, the usual about where the Saints like to get the ball out nowadays. So you can see the change there. Does that end up changing back? to maybe some of those 2011 deep shots with a Taysom Hill or with a Jameis Winston under quarterback or under center rather and at quarterback. So that's the other part to look at here. We know the opportunity could be there for him, but does the offense change enough to support that opportunity? But now we have proof of concept on top of all of this to say, if those two things line up, that the changing of the, that the change of the offense is there and there is a little bit more of an intent to stretch the field, and there is opportunity for Traquan Smith to do so, particularly on the outside, that he creates the production during those times. Traquan Smith only has three games over his 40-game career so far, regular season career, in which he has over 80 receiving yards. The first of which, or most recent of which, rather, came last year in 2020, week two against the Las Vegas Raiders. But the other two, and his only 100-yard receiving games in, regu- in his regular season career, came his rookie season in 2018, 111 against the Washington football team, the big record-setting game for Drew Brees, and 157 just a few weeks later against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, what was in common for Traquan Smith over all three of those games is that he played the majority of his snaps on the outside in those matchups, 61.1% last year in 2020 up against the Las Vegas Raiders, where he had 86 receiving yards when he had 111 up against the Washington football team. I know they weren't called that at the time, but we're not going there. Washington football team, 89.7% of his snaps were taken out wide. And against Philadelphia in that 157-yard game, he was outside 74.2% of the time. So the proof of concept is there. Now we just have to see if the opportunity and the intent of the offense all match up. If so, it could be a big time breakout season for Traquan Smith in 2021. All right, y'all, we're going to be wrapping up today's episode here in just a little bit, talking a little bit about Landon Young and getting Jeff Ireland's sort of scout perspective on him and how he might be able to factor into the Saints' future 
at the position, whether it be left tackle or right tackle, moving forward for the New Orleans Saints. We've got all that coming up for you in just a moment as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And don't forget to check out our good friends over at BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bars on the market, the only protein bars out there that taste like candy bars and are covered in 100% chocolate, but are high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in carbs, and low in sugar, despite that 100% chocolate, despite the fact that they taste like candy bars, and despite their nine incredible flavors that include coconut, coconut almond, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, and so many others, and one of my favorites, salted caramel as well. So you can get all of these bars. You can try them all out with a sample box, or you can create a custom box that allows you to sort of mix and match three different flavors that you want to try over at BuiltBar.com. And when you go, don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off of your order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next box of Built Bars over at BuiltBar.com. And of course, with the summer heat picking up, you might need to make some potential changes to your vehicle, but don't go out there. Let's say you need a new battery, right? Because it's just too hot outside. Something goes wrong with your battery. You need to replace it. Not a huge deal, but that can run you a couple hundred dollars depending upon your vehicle and everything and way more than it should over at one of those brick and mortar chain stores. Instead, check out rockauto.com because they're going to help you save a little bit of money because they'll come in 30, 50, sometimes even 70% cheaper than what you might get at one of those other stores from around the corner. And they've got everything you need for every make, every model, every year, whatever piece, part, or accessory you're looking for, you can find over at rockauto.com. And best of all, you'll find several different options of most of those parts, pieces, and accessories as well. So you can pick what fits and suits you best. So go and check them out rockauto.com. Don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you by writing Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Get it, Houda Nation, wrapping up today's episode of Locked On Saints with a quick look and closing out our scouts look at the New Orleans Saints 2021 NFL Rookie Draft Class. So we've talked about every prospect except for six-round selection, Landon Young, who is a pretty interesting selection. Now, we have to look at Landon Young in or, 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 you know, a realistic scope because of the fact that he was a six-rounder, right? But everything about the guy seems to measure up and say, hey, I can be somebody in the NFL here. And the Saints have done this before, right? These late round offensive linemen, their ability to uh, develop these offensive linemen, even undrafted offensive line guys, like you look at uh, Will Clapp, who stuck around with the Saints for a long time. But could Landon Young have a bigger and more successful role than maybe a Will Clapp? There's some reality to the answer, yes, in that situation. We can talk about some of the things that Jeff Ireland highlighted in his uh, conversation with Jeff Duncan over at The Athletic. We talked about his prototypical size, being big, being strong, 34 bench press reps during the combine or, you know, quote unquote combine that we had this year. And he compared him to a very similarly drafted player in Zach Streif. Zach Streif, of course, a late round selection, late round day three selection for the New Orleans Saints back in the day. And of course, ended up turning into a big time player for the Saints and a longtime starter, you know, a lifer with the New Orleans Saints. He went on to become the voice of the New Orleans Saints for WWL Radio and is now the assistant offensive line coach 
for the team. And so not a bad comparison to get as you enter the league for your rookie year, but it doesn't just have to do with his sort of projections, right? It also has everything to do with what he's done and what he's put on the page so far coming into the NFL during his time at Kentucky. So you can note his size, of course, but what are some of the other more intricate things that Jeff Ireland and the New Orleans Saints have been sort of stricken with when it comes to Landon Young? One of the things that Jeff Ireland said about him is that he's going to be a technically precise player for the New Orleans Saints. And I think that's really important, right? One of the other things he points out is his versatility, saying he can play left tackle, he can play right tackle, he could probably even play inside. So they're very keen on him on two things that are really, really important to the New Orleans Saints. High football IQ, versatility, right? There's no doubt that those are two humongous pieces and elements for the Saints evaluation of young players coming into the NFL, regardless of what position he plays or what side of the ball he plays on. But over on the offensive line in particular, there's a bit of a specificity to their desire for versatility there. So it should be no surprise that even though he was a career left tackle in college with Kentucky and an offensive line called the Big Blue Wall there playing against SEC competition and holding his own against future NFL players, I asked him about whether or not he felt that that has helped to prepare him for the NFL. And he specifically mentioned a guy like Josh Allen, not the quarterback in in Buffalo, but the pass rusher in Jacksonville saying that, yeah, that's the type of talent that I went up against at the SEC level. And that has prepared me to be ready for Sunday. So this is a really interesting get for the Saints. And he does have a bit of a high ceiling. If you look at the translatable potential for him coming into a Uh, a bit of an offensive line factory, right? The Saints have done a very good job with producing young offensive linemen and a talented offensive line year in and year out. And now they add a former offensive lineman that's played in their system to help Brendan Nugent be able to do exactly that. So what's next, right? What's next for Landon Young? Well, according to uh, Jeff Ireland and his conversation with Jeff Duncan, I'm going to read this quote directly. He just knows how to play the game. He'll provide depth and have a chance to play a lot of football for us. That's a big statement coming from, you know, the vice president and assistant general manager of, of, of college scouting, right? College personnel. Like, that's a big statement to, to, for, to, to a big vote of confidence for a young guy like that to hear his, this guy say, oh, you're going to play a lot of football for us. So how does he potentially factor into the future for the Saints? Well, if he pans out at right tackle, which is where the Saints are working him out now, that's what I started to say earlier. He was a career left tackle with Kentucky but they're moving him over to right tackle and getting him some work there. That was confirmed in media availability last week that that's where he's sort of getting his start. So if he pans out at right tackle and they extend Ryan Ramchek, it might actually help the Saints if they're not able to retain a guy like Teron Armstead because they can move Ryan Ramchek to left tackle and have a viable starting right tackle in Landon Young if he pans out. Of course, there's a caveat to all of this, right? Every draft pick is an all pro until they hit the field, I guess. So we have to see exactly how Landon Young actually pans out over time. But if he ends up being a viable starter at either one of those tackle positions, it could save the Saints in the long run, depending upon how negotiations go to maintain the tackles, the best bookends in the NFL that they have right now in Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchek. And especially with Teron Armstead's age being something that will be considered in contract negotiations. We love Teron Armstead. But at some point, age will become a factor. So for the future and projecting forward, having a guy like Landon Young and also already having a guy like Ryan Ramchick, who hopefully you can extend this offseason, does project well for the New Orleans Saints. 
if Landon Young can pan out as he's expected to. All right, y'all, don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast. I've loved watching Chris Paul ball out right now for the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. Go and check out all the news that you need for the NBA playoffs, as well as everything else going on around the sports world in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Meanwhile, we'll be back tomorrow with Twitter Tuesday and much more as we continue on with our week here at Locked On Saints five days a week. Remember, we'll be here with you as we go through. As always, I appreciate y'all very much for being here, for coming through, for rating, reviewing, watching, listening, subscribing, everything that you do to help to grow this family. I appreciate y'all so much. And as always, feel free to reach out over at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Don't forget to hit me up. Let me know how your family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them and trust you that nation. I'll holla at you.